Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Bikini Body Podcast. I'm your host, Allegra Paris. And I'm your co-host, Dalton Evan. Dalton just went to Europe. and every Every time I see him, he's in a new designer outfit, and I'm not sure really what happened over there, but we Dalton went, let us know. We went shopping pretty hard. Honestly, you have to. When you go to Europe, you have to. You have to shop pretty hard. I'm like, Dalton, what are you wearing again? Here we go. He's got Dior slides on right now that don't definitely don't even exist in America. No. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so mad. So um, but was it great? It was great. It was so good. The food was so good. Definitely came back a little heavier, but it was worth it. It was worth it in the end. But tell us your opinion on the food in Greece really quick versus America. Definitely a lot cleaner. I would say like, so we did a couple days in London prior. And so my partner and I were talking about how it's actually quite different because the food laws are so much stricter in London. Mm-hmm. And then in America, it's just like a lot of all, the rules, all the laws are just thrown yeah. out the window. So, I mean, the Mediterranean diet, so a lot of fish. You had a lot of, a lot of octopus. You're dating, like eating a lot of vegetables, like ceviches. It was good. It was really good. We should do, that should be a topic actually, like European food versus American food. Yeah. Like what's going on there. Yeah. But we might get like canceled the same time. Yeah. <laughs> or what happens. We'll just take a little trip. Or like flag it. Bikini Body Podcast takes, takes uh, Italy. Paris. Like Paris. Wait, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. Oh, I forgot to tell everyone what we're going to talk about today. We just like got, no, no, oh, no. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. That's good. It's fine. Like, sorry guys. I feel like my, I didn't used to have this bad of like ADD, but like, it's just. It's getting, it's getting, mine's getting worse as I'm getting older. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell. It totally is. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry guys. So what we're talking about today, really quick, topic one, topic two. Topic one is going to be specific food brands that we are both going to kind of list some of our own food brands that have things like low carb wraps and low fat dressings that are going to be super, super helpful um, on your weight loss journey. Just help you reach your goals. And then the second one is actually a question that I pulled from my DMs, which I'm going to do a lot more of that because you guys are giving me like the best topics. Keep sending, keep sending. Well, and this is... Okay, she wrote... Why do some women's legs get bulky while others get toned and sculpted? Mm. Which is like, there's so much to say about that. So those are our two topics for the day. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So specific food brands. This is really hard. I know what to tell you to get, but the brands actually are tricky. Yeah. So I kind of tried to break it down just by my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I know you and I are very similar. Yeah. So like for breakfast, we're doing our eggs. We're doing our wraps. I always say a low carb wrap because why not? Because you're going to save so many calories. Like my giant wrap is 80 calories versus 220 regular wrap. Yeah. That brand you guys is called Olay, I think L O L E. And then it's extreme wellness. Now I want to reiterate this eating healthy and eating to lose weight are two different things specifically in our country. Yeah. Unfortunately, again, this wrap is going to save you tons of calories. However, there it's not the clean, you know, it's not at whole foods for a reason. You're going to get these at target. Okay. You're going to get them there, but you're going to look good. Like that is a moral of the story with this. I'm sorry. But Dawn has found some options. Like there's that one wrap you get from Whole Foods. It's like the Whole Foods brand. So I'm it's like avocado based. It. Or it's an avocado base. It has like four different ingredients. It's avocado. It's whole wheat flour. It's got like some salt and like two other things. Yeah. The carbs are really low. The fiber is really high, which is what I was looking for. And there's, yeah. even though it's an avocado wrap, there's not that much avocado. I really think it's like a binding agent. Mm-hmm. So it's not that high in fat. And that's the best one I can find that's the lowest ingredients and the lowest amount of carbs like per wrap so that I can have like a few and get like more full, but I'm not like loading up on carbs like first thing in the morning. Exactly. Exactly. It's like if you can kind of avoid doing that. Also, I'm glad you mentioned the fiber thing. Not to like literally start the podcast talking about this, but... (laughs) 
Here we fiber, go. fiber, fiber. When something is low carb, it's because what they've done is they've replaced like they basically added more fiber. Yeah. So then there's like less net carb or however it breaks down. If you look, you'll see that fiber makes you go to the bathroom and it's imperative that on your weight loss journey, you are regular. If you are not regular, you are feeling distended. You're like feeling big and you're like not. Also, it's your your gut is your second brain. So when you're like not able to go, you're, you're in a bad thinking, mood. Yeah. You're irritated and like you're regular. You're, you're feeling thin. With weight loss journey, there's a lot of mental that goes in. So if you can feel really like lean in the waist, you know that you're regular, you're feeling really good. That's going to do that like as a placebo effect. Like you're going to just start to feel really good throughout the process. So yeah. we do encourage high fiber stuff through this journey as well. Water, slamming water. And slamming water. <laughs> oh my God. Water, fiber, done. Yeah. That's that for wraps. Um, I definitely say any kind of like low carb option you can find with the cleanest ingredients, do it. Next, salad dressings. That's one that just kind of wrecks people. When I first get clients, I have them send photos of all their meals and I'll typically see a salad and I'll say, well, what was the dressing? And I'll Google it. And that dressing could be like freaking 400. And you have to look because 120 it's calories, like one tablespoon or like, and they have tablespoons. three tablespoons. Yeah. So yeah. she's up 50 grams of fat when she should only or take it's like the creamer. We don't even know how many tablespoons. You're yeah. just like, go, 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 go. <laughs> that seems to be okay. So like, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. Part of the fiber thing. I'm unsure. But guys, salad dressings always look for low fat, specifically women. We don't do as well with high fat diets. We do not. Men typically do better because it's hormonal, fats, care. It's the whole thing. But low fat. So can you think of any salad dressings you like that are low fat? Okay. So there was one like green goddess. So I'm like terrible with salad. I like don't eat a lot of like, salad, salad, but like dress and dressings as like a whole one tzatziki. Ate too much oh, tzatziki, of that. I, good I, idea. Consi I consider that like a dressing it is. Like to me mm -hmm. and God, the amount of tzatziki we literally in Greece, but because it's so like clean and you weren't feeling as like whatever yeah. the, the ones you're going to find like at Target or even at Whole Foods sometimes. But no, that's a great one. You make it yourself. You make it yourself like a Greek yogurt, some dill, lemon, and like a little bit of salt and I'm sure there's something else I'm forgetting. You guys, tzatziki is so low in calories. Make sure so you get non-fat Greek yogurt when yeah. you're making it. But if you're someone that, unfortunately, I break out from, from too much yeah. yogurt, any kind of dairy, anything. So other options, again, I feel like you're going to be team health. I'm going to be team like weight loss <laughs> only for the sake of this conversation because basically if you go again to the dressing section and you find anything that says light, L-I-T-E, yeah. it's going to cut a lot of calories, probably in half. It's probably going to go from 110 serving to like 50 calories a serving. And it will cut the fat down really low. It but like a lot of the time it's not like it's just replacing like with better well, ingredients. Well, it's chemicals, like, chemicals too. Some but. of these are gross. So please look on the back of the label and make sure there are tons of light options always. Yeah. And it does cut the calories down. For you, if you buy that, put it on your salad, you're still feeling satisfied, but you're saving yourself like three, 400 calories. Because again, it's all like a puzzle with your macros. So say you save those 400 calories, like you can go have a little dessert at the end of the night. So yeah. you can have your cake and eat it too. That's what I'm all about. Unfortunately, with a lot of these dressings, they can be chemically, but you said there's some options again, like Whole Foods. There's some, there's like a brand, Green Goddess. I like yes. their, it was like a balsamic. I was making this like kale salad for a while and it was like apples and kale and I'd put like salmon in it and it was like a balsamic vinegar and it was the lowest one again. Like, What do you define low as? I feel like we sh we need to be specific. Ingredients. Okay, so like two low tablespoons, fat. like six grams of fat. Yeah, I would say guys, six grams and under is considered a low fat dressing. When yeah. you're seeing like 12, 13, 14, 15, like run for the hills. Again, it's like one tablespoon spoon and yeah. you're not putting one tablespoon on a salad so it's just not worth it yeah 
I always say like, we're making room for things you really like. So if you just like live for your salad and your dressing, I doubt it. But if you live for that, <laughs> then then you send it and you have whatever dressing that your heart desires. But like, I want like a lava cake at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Not having yeah. that. But like, if we I knew might. I was going out to dinner, like, yeah, I wanted to splurge have like we just did last, last night. What do we have? Like lemon no, cake? What was it? Yeah. Blake, what oh my God. Blake ordered literally pistachio ice cream, like a chocolate truffle, like whatever, like giant piece of cake and a honey pie. I literally blacked out. Like it was all gone. <laughs> All of a sudden you looked down, we're all in my just like body. Done. But no regrets, no regrets. But exactly like, so say I was preparing for that meal, like I would not go with a salad and dressing at all. Yeah. I would just do like what I did. I had like a shredded chicken, vet, uh, shredded chicken, some beef. But like I'm saying before, like preparing for that dinner out, like at home, I had like the shredded chicken and like pepper thing that I make. Yeah. So low. And then guys, another option um, with dressings is doing like a hot sauce that you really like. Hot sauces are low in calories. Oh. Tabasco, my client found this. Tabasco has a brand of salad dressings as well that so, are like, oh my, God, my dad loves like one Tabasco. point. You need to tell him. Up with it. Yeah. You need to tell him they have uh, dressings and it's like really low like 1.5 grams of fat interesting okay what else kind of just trying to name brands Do you have any like secret things that you buy that just not so much for health but like weight loss you know i mean it's not even like for me like the brands it's like the things that i'm eating so like i know like eggs or like a, a like chicken and things like that or even like i'm going for vegetables like there's not really like a brand but if we were talking like dressings and stuff mayo like i'm love my mayo love my mayo in the morning you turn yeah, me on guys, to like mayo. the light mayo light mayo I found the one that I got from Whole Foods that I found was the light version and it was the same as the one that you were also finding. So, I mean, you're again cutting like half the calories and I'm putting them in my eggs. And my yeah. <laughs> yes. Everything, my turkey. Eggs, guys. It's so confusing if you're yeah. really trying to like save the chickens because I really do care about chickens. I grew up like with hens and like I love them. So pasture raised is the best option because they actually will be out in the pasture in the fields. Out in the Any fields. other term just means they're like free range just means they're like still in like a bar, like in a scary dark like thing, but they're not in a cage. I don't know. I'm so sad. Pasture raised if you can. Chicken breast, trying to find those cleaner or you know, organic as we're trying to do whatever. But we're talking like packaged stuff. What else? Cereals and things like that are so high in sugars. If you can just find the cleanest options with that. Yeah. Like, I don't hate cereal because it's high fiber and you will become regular if you're eating cereal every day. And I'd still rather my clients be regular. You were eating one. It was like that special K. That's like, whoop. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put cotton be like, good, you have it. Avoid granolas with tons of sugar. I'm trying to think if there was like a cracker brand that Blake eats all the time that was like pretty low in carbs. Guys, you kind of just want to play with your macros in a way that makes sense. So if you can find like a low calorie ca for high serving, if you're someone that likes high quantity, we've just like listed so many things. If something is healthy, it doesn't mean it's going to be like weight loss efficient. Dave's killer bread, I think people always bring up because it's really healthy, but mm -hmm. you might be better off with a low carb wrap than the bread if you're trying to lose weight. And again, you don't have to be in this phase forever. But I do always encourage people if they're starting a weight loss journey to like fully commit and get into it. Oh, okay. This is what I was going to say. Spray oil instead of regular oil. Yes. That's Guys, huge. I have clients literally lose five pounds just in the first two weeks when they cut oil. You don't need oil. Like, especially if you're using, I didn't know this. Like if you're using a nonstick pan, you don't really need to be putting oil in. It depends on how much you're using it and how you're cleaning it and whatever. But like if you could do have a good nonstick pan, like you do you don't not really need. need to use oil. Or you guys just get the spray. They do make clean sprays and they're zero cal calories yeah. like you don't need to take you know a thing of olive oil and, and jug like glug, glug 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 into the pan you guys that could potentially be 15 grams of fat alone yes. you don't even taste the oil don't tell me you care for that oil <laughs> i'm like we could put that fat in some literally in like a donut like afterwards like cut the things that don't matter and yeah. then eat the things that you care that like make life worth living yeah we can't just like you know what i mean so guys i always encourage everyone to kind of like chill on the oil just see what that does to your body because you might be like really surprised and then really encouraged next one was that the reason i put in print i put in quotes is because like i wouldn't 
ever say something like this, but this was a question I got and I want to like pull up these questions as raw as possible for you guys. So again, topic two was why do some women's legs get bulky while others get toned and sculpted? And I broke it down into three parts because it's kind of a loaded question, right? The first obvious one is, well, it could be two different styles of training. The first one, the girl with bigger legs might be strength training, which means she's lifting really, really heavy. So she, maybe she's picking up like a set of 45s and doing her, her deadlifts or something. You know, the other woman could be only picking up tens and going high rep. So that could be the first reason, just different styles of training. Second reason, food intake, most importantly, protein. So if you're just not eating a lot and you're not hitting your protein, your muscles aren't going to grow. Muscles, you need to eat a certain amount of protein to grow. So the woman with bigger legs could be eating a lot and eating a lot of protein because she's trying for that look. Yeah, you could lift all you want, but if you're not eating enough, nothing's going to fill those microscopic tears that you just created, right? So then nothing's going to happen. That's what I, what I like to quote in my whole life. Yes. Like, you need to eat. It's so funny because men kind of have the opposite. Like when we're all a lot younger, like men are like, can't eat enough to fill their muscles. So that's the second part. When you're, say you're weight training every day, like really aggressively and you're eating a lot, you're not going to like look like a overweight person. You're just going to become like, yeah, like swollen your muscles kind of because your muscles like, okay, I'll eat that. But you're not going to look like like bulking like but but i guess it's like if you were lifting heavy and eating a lot you would be really bulky versus just someone that's eating a lot and not training they would just be like big looking yeah does that make sense so like your muscle is going to take what you give it so if someone's really lean like she could just not actually be eating that much not saying anything's right or wrong but we're just trying to explain this the third point and then i want you to say your side the third point being anterior versus posterior dominant you guys so if you grew up as a soccer player for example you might be anterior dominant or like a lacrosse player where you always were leaning forward and putting your weight in the front side of your body so your quads etc if you're posterior dominant you're putting everything in your heels your weight in your heels you're growing your booty the backs of your legs your hamstrings and you're typically going to have like leaner looking legs it's so easy to switch from one to the other. I've totally forced myself into posteriors. I do so much squatting, but that's kind of something to know. Like I get clients for the first time and I watch them squat and they either fall forward where their knees come too far forward and they're anterior dominant, or they know to sit back as if someone's pulling their hips back while they squat and they're posterior. I feel like also if you sit a lot, then you might be like lean What's what did you just say anterior? Well, these things kind of happen from what a young age based on sports you played. Interesting. In like high school. It's kind of interesting. So like, did you play anything in high school? I don't think I actually know this answer. No, no. Did I played you play baseball sports? when I was in like elementary school, but like sports were not my thing. <laughs> like, like, I'm were, not. That was not my thing. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. So like that could be something, I mean, some, like if I get a dancer, I know that they're going to have really like way, uh, looser, uh, adductors, right. Than someone like me, who's going to have tight adductors. I'm not going to turn my toes out for anything. Blake, perfect example. Okay. Dalton's boyfriend, dance instructor, like professional dancer, his like toes completely turn out to the sides. Like he squatted once and was like a plie. That's a different topic, but basically you do carry on like certain movements from your childhood. childhood. Like how you, how you train it. Yeah. It's so funny, but it's really easy to switch over. It's just like uncomfortable at first, but I mean, you can start by just making sure your weight is in your heels when you're squatting and you're pulled back because when you build out your booty and your, your hammies, they don't make your legs look better. But building the quad does just the way that there's four muscles in the front, three in the back, the three in the back row inward. It's like a whole process, but I digress. Yeah. Oh my God. Why am I saying that again? That's so embarrassing. 
Okay. So those are three things, but now just like say your side, if you, someone were to ask you that question, like what would you say? I think I would say something similar. It's going to be like the way that they're training, but it's also like the amount of food. And I think the one that I can relate to the most is like the amount of food. Cause I remember when I started like my fitness journey back when I like first met you at FIT, I was like working out every single day and I was lifting a lot and I was lifting with our roommate at the time. And <laughs> I, he was like, he always had like really big muscles and he, I was like lifting with him and he was making me go heavier and I was noticing I was building. But then at the end of the day, like I went back and forth of like, I didn't want to be like too big because mm -hmm. I was like, I still wanted that like petite frame that I had had since like forever. Yes. So then I struggled with like, okay, so I wasn't eating enough, but then I wanted to get bigger, but then it wasn't working. So it's like mm -hmm. the way I can relate is definitely like the way that you're eating is really going to be shaping how you're going to look in two ways. Like one, if you are working out a lot, but even if you're not, but I would say... Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's a very, very good point. That actually, I'll bring up the one question I got, which was, do I add a protein shake into my day every oh, day? Yeah. And I'm like, honestly, you guys, like, it's not just about hit like so much protein because you might want to keep kind of a more petite frame. And I'm, I'm in this funny phase with a lot of my clients where we're actually like cutting their muscle. Like a lot of my women, they got really into maybe like CrossFit or certain group fitness. And they're like not happy with how built their quads are anymore. And I'm like, that's okay too. So we work on cutting muscle, which is actually kind of hard to do. It's a little bit of a frustrating Would that process. really be like centered on food? Like the amount of protein that you're eating and cutting? It's the, weird. Like it's, redoing your macros? Uh, it's, it's actually a really tough process because we basically bring their weight back down that they train with and then we go higher rep. So like more like focusing on a, like toning, toning workouts. Than, toning. So we're going to go lighter weight, higher rep, but it's boring for them at first. But I'm like, that's why with my newer girls to it, I go, guys, let's just stay a little bit lighter in weight. And I want to just I push. I feel like that can be like a fun workout. Like when you're just like kind of going in, like throwing weight around. Like weight. running around. Yeah, yeah. Like doing just a bunch of different movements. We definitely do that. We keep them heavy, like lower body, but it's kind of a crazy process. Cause when you're shedding muscle, like it can sometimes turn to fat first and then come and then the, the fat cells shrink. So, so you can get kind of discouraged throughout the process because you're feeling like, well, wait, I'm feeling like soft, but then you tighten up. It's like all phases you have to just kind of push through, but it's not a great process. And that's why I now don't encourage people to like women to lift heavy upper body because also it's super hormonal for women to carry weight in like the backs of our arms and by our lats and then our lower stomachs it's very stubborn so when you're building muscle there too it can just get like really like big in those areas and I just have so many women be like I don't like this so I'm like look I know that you're strong enough to hit heavy weight but we're gonna just burn you out the like tedious way and just yeah. go and then they like are happy because they are still sore the next day and they're like no you're right like it's a you're still moving like you're still building it whether you're not I mean you were like totally. the perfect example of that and literally we're in the gym and she like turns around and it's like you're back oh my it's like God. so built I had a phase yeah 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 T totally and it was because it's fun to see how you can push your body but oh, I'm like of course yeah I've been training for a very long time guys and I still only pick up like fives or 7.5s for my upper body because I just know what can happen and I just don't that's yeah. the look you're going for. It's it's just not, and that's that too. Like if if you guys want the bulky look, bulky doesn't need to be bad. Like it doesn't. It sounds so bad, but I'm only coming from a place, you guys, of, of just using the verbiage that everyone in my DMs is using, and all my clients are using. Girls are like, I don't want to look like this, or I want to look like that. And I'm like, okay, this is what we're gonna do for you. Yeah. I don't have an opinion on either, but it's the majority is asking like for that leaner look. So it is gonna still come down to diet, training technique, previous form. Yeah. Previous training, but that yeah. doesn't mean you're like screwed, but it's funny because yeah. like, again, if you are a soccer player, like typically if it's your right foot that turns out to kick at one guy and he'd always only turn out his right foot with his lunges, like it's, it's kind of crazy. So interesting. You don't even like think about it. It just kind of happens. And it's weird. Cause you could even have only done sports for like two to three years in high school, but it was enough to 
be in change your patterns. Yeah. And I feel like what's good with running is I was always aware of like, you needed glutes to really be like a good runner. And like that kind of helped me for now just being like super into weight training, but not with that, but we miss a part in food that we think we should talk about. Yeah. Biggest meal of the day. I like to have like a large breakfast and I like to have a large lunch. And then I try to eat my dinner at about like seven or eight. And then depending on like my, depending on when I'm going to bed, I try to always do it like not within three hours I'm going to bed mm-hmm. because it destroys my sleep. Not because I'm like, you know, I don't, I think I'm going to like gain weight while I'm sleeping and you can talk further to that. But for me, like personally, like what makes me feel better, especially if I'm working up, waking up and working out, like if I'm going for a run in the morning, if I'm doing my cardio in the morning, I don't want to have that like food kind of sitting there. I always yeah. feel like it affects me and how I do wake up. I can't sleep with a full stomach. I won't sleep. Yeah. Ugh. No, my God. I get bad dreams. I literally always yeah. have night. Every time I eat late, I have nightmares. So <laughs> like, like go to poppy steak and you're at home, like shivering in your bed. Like, yeah, like texting you <laughs> like monsters. at one o'clock in the morning. Like, are you up? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so funny. Okay. Yeah. That's a huge, that's what ties into like intermittent fasting. A lot of people try to stop by like seven. Cause then you go to bed by like 11 yeah. feeling good. Um, I always try to describe it as a upside down triangle guys, because it's not how like the American diet was designed, but it's technically trying to do your biggest meal at breakfast or lunch, kind of like how they do in Europe. And then your, your dinner would be like your smallest, which is just not how we, Yeah, it's hard because it's t- sometimes it's a family meal or if you like are with your significant other and you want to have that meal. So there are ways to flip flop it. It's not a huge deal, but when it comes down to uh, is it placebo effect? Like placebo effect would be like, I basically, what I'm trying to say is you're going to eat your smallest meal at dinner because you're going to wake up feeling really lean. Yes. And we I mean, want that encouragement. <laughs> yes. Because if you're someone that's feeling discouraged in your weight loss journey, you know, you want to wake up and be like, Oh, I'm feeling like right and tight. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing this. Unlike if you were to wake up really bloated from your meal, you'd be like, oh, I give up. It's that like helpful push. Um, so I do my carbs at breakfast and lunch and I do no carb dinners. I just put like vegetables, but no like rice, yeah. nothing. It's going to be like a very high portion of um, protein. Then I add a lot of my fat at dinner and my sauces and stuff and some veggies. And then you guys are probably like, but that's not enough. It is if you had a big enough breakfast and lunch. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to, and if you're eating earlier in the evening, like if you're not waiting to eat until like 11 o'clock at night, then it is going to be enough because you're not going to be yeah. so, so hungry. It always brings me back to my replacing, not removing. Like I'll have clients that just have these really small breakfasts or lunches and they're like, but I'm starving. I'm like, well, then why didn't you have an, an omelet with your protein shake at breakfast? Why yeah. didn't you have your wrap? And they'll be like, wait, what? I'm like, guys, uh, yeah. we're not starving here. No one needs to like, come on. Just, it's all about like where you put things, but it is tricky. Like, you know, if you're cooking for your husband and they want that portion of rice and you're like not having it, it's like frustrating. I totally get it. So in that case, then you would flip, you would let your dinner be bigger. You'd let like lunch be smaller, but the best way to kind of, again, if it's just a two week period that you're really trying to push your body and see what's, what it's capable of, try this experiment like see, try what, this. see what works for you and i don't eat breakfast until 11 or 12 like i'm not saying Same. wake up and house a wrap i don't want that i'm gonna have my coffee for sure like all morning and then i'm gonna eat by work i can't like 11 or 12 lunch at three ish dinner six or seven and then bada bing bada boom forget about it <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me and Dalton on the Bikini Body Podcast. Please DM us with more topics you want to hear about um, at, at Allegra Paris, at Allegra Paris Bikini Body, at Dalton T. Evans. And you can find the, the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else that streams podcasts, and on my YouTube, which is just Allegra Paris as well. See you soon. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.